Welcome back. You are listening to a more exciting and happy episode than the last one of the Keep oh, the Change mate, podcast. Oh, mate, I'm so happy we got that one through and done, eh? Because I hate talking about that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was a little bit doom and gloomy, wasn't it? But yeah. I've had to dig deep back into the notes of my iPhone and find a note. Now, I made. I often make notes when I'm spur of the moment. This is the shit thing about my brain is that I have ideas and I have a strength of ideation and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good podcast. Uh, I'll start writing this down. And then I reckon I'm like, eight days ago, I'm like, what was I thinking about at that stage? (laughs) (laughs) And I need to flesh them out further at the time. But these are four things I think you want to be thinking about investing in right now. Because what I often do is I write down ideas in my notes app in my phone and then I go back to them and then I turn them into videos on the whiteboard. But Mm -hmm. I think this is a really important one to think about in the terms of a podcast where we can explain it a little bit longer as well. Now, the four things that I came up with to invest in right now were number one from the top, yourself. Of course. Yes. Glad you agree. It is the number one. Because it is all doom and gloom out there. Your KiwiSaver sucks, your house sucks, your bloody... Everything sucks, right? And that means that your ShareZ's account sucks, your Hatch account does, like all of it. But at some stage, you have to understand that where you invest your time into building up your own value will get you a bigger return in the future at some stage. It's just not as exciting as logging in to ShareZ's platform that's a nice pinkish pastel colour that's all the rage at the moment and going, oh, where's a percentage because I can look at a number. But I met with someone today and they've been doing their craft for 15 years and they're now one of the best at what they do in the country and multi-millionaire and have a huge amount of knowledge. They said that someone come to them and said, I'm just um, struggling with what I'm doing. Could you just teach me how to have conversations with people? Because I think if I do that bit, like if, if if you can teach me how you've got so good at having conversations with people, I'll be able to be as successful as you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of, you just need to have the conversation, you dickhead. Um, yeah. you, you're missing the fact that I've done... Runs on the board, eh? Yeah, runs on the board, 46 conferences that I've gone to the 16 books that I've read in the last three years, the audio books, the training course, the paid mentorship, the should I go to that, Dunno looks expensive, you know what, I will. Oh my God, look who I met there, what I learned, the gold nugget changed the whole direction of my life. Like Those are all the things you'll never see about people, but those are all the things that actually determine what someone ends up with. Those are the only really things that you can have true, like true ownership over as well. Um, the one thing that cannot be confiscated from a person is their skills and knowledge. So once that that you've once you've built them up and you've got them, they're yours forever and they can never be taken from you. I guess you could get dementia or some shit, but <laughs> <laughs> but like basically until you're into a a period of you know ill health or something or dying, basically you've got that stuff forever and it and it can't be reversed. Mm. Um, and it compounds, right? So. I think I've said it maybe to someone else, maybe on here, like I used to watch my old man have like have these conversations with customers and or clients or negotiations with buying and selling or something like that. 
and think, fuck, how do you do that? I, I, I'll never, I can't figure out how to do it. And now I'm pretty good at it, eh? But that was 10 years ago. So yeah. it's taken me 10 years to get to a point where, like, I reckon I could take him on in that space now, mm. you know? And it's, um, it comes from doing and practicing and it compounds and gets better. And when you get something wrong, it goes into your head and you go to know what to say in advance of that next time so it doesn't happen and, yeah, you know, handle this with, with more confidence and less bravado and whatever, you know? Yep. And, um, yeah, I think, man, I've put so much time into learning how to improve certain things in, in my life over the last five years, eh? and it's paid massive dividends. Yeah. Huge. You can't Exponential see Exponential growth. Mm. And that's, you know, I think, again, I'm always, you know, comparing everything to property because I know it's just how people roll, but people go, oh, my, my property doubles every 10 years. Well, what's your net worth now? <laughs> I bet you can... In case you didn't realise, people, Luke hates property, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, people just don't learn anything. But <laughs> if you want to do it like that's fine, that's your thing. But, but, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, so do you reckon you could double your net worth in 10 years? Oh, five. Yeah. I don't even know what my net worth is. Oh, my God. But we teach you run our property doubles every 10 years. Yeah. Like imagine if you could figure out what's your value today. Could you double that? Like, I don't reckon it's going to take you 10 years to double what your value is. Or can you double your income in 10 years? Like, whatever metric that is. Yeah. I actually listened to the one we did before I left on my last trip about breaking society's rules. Mm-hmm. And I fucking, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, why didn't I say housing market versus 10 years of building a skill and an income because like it's so true like yes you, you okay let's just say your Auckland house doubles in 10 years it was a million dollars and you make a million dollars but that's it but yeah. if you spent 10 years laser focused on growing a, a business or something that you like doing in an income I will promise you if you did that for 10 years fuck you only need to do it for 2 and it will start fucking humming yeah. but if you did it for 10 you'll make so much money as we and and have so much skill and knowledge to carry on, it will compound into everything else. And the best thing, people, is that other people aren't going to do it. Yeah, they're going to go. They're going to go into housing. Bingo! <laughs> Why would I do? Why would I do that? I'll just buy a bloody villa in New Lynn, mate. Yeah. In, in, in ten years, it would have doubled, and you would have learned nothing. Yeah. To someone that's like, I'm going to learn skills and attributes that can actually make me more valuable. It's because the starting point is hard. Yes. That's the hard part. Which like book getting, should I read? Yeah. One that's going to help you be better than yesterday. Mm. One that's going to help you have more of a skill in an area it also, than yesterday. It also gets to a point where it's like, put the content down. Time yes. to go. I've gone through patches of that and I've had to call myself out on a day because I get to like, shit, I'm soaking up my bloody productivity here because I'm like so deep into this shit that I need to, you know, get moving. Yep. And then just push on. But yeah. You've got to be careful if you're investing in yourself and that's like maybe a course or something. You just don't go to the next course and the next course and the next course. You can stroll your way to the dull. Three years later, you should have just gone to uni for wasting that much time, you know? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I think um, definitely it's a big one, man. Invest in yourself. It's something that no one can ever take from you and it just pays dividends to, you know, dividends to your future self for so long. There's so many different ways that, you know, this is an hour pot on its own of just what investing in yourself looks like. And I've done, you know, a number through Money Mail and whatnot of different examples of things to be thinking about. But, you know, we all, I think, have this desire to understand ourselves a bit more. Well, not all of us, but, 
you know, if you can get on that train, you can find ways to improve your own value. And it's such a good thing to be doing at the moment when everything's going the other way. Yeah, it's and, something that you get a net positive return on, mm, you know, while everything's going negative. <laughs> and I sometimes think about this of, do I want to read four articles tomorrow about why the share market's going backwards, why the USD's different to, you know, the day before and what happened overnight, or should I read four articles about how um, someone transformed their accounting business? And I might take a gold nugget from each of those and go, shit, mm. I had no idea about that. And so I'm always looking for case studies of people that are doing things and doing them really well to be like, what what can I learn from them? What are their traits or tactics or strategies that they've used that they can then unpack that I may not know about yet? Yeah, 100%. I'm always, I mean, I'm probably in a similar headspace to that, you know, like I went to Singapore and tried to learn as much as I can about the economy and the country Yeah, on a holiday. Like my brain is always looking for like something that will give me the next edge. Um, and I 110% promise you, I did not used to be like that. Yes. I was just, get through the week, have a beer, whatever. Might have 12. Yeah. <laughs> in an hour. I did have 12 in New Caledonia last week, Did mate. you? Yeah, we, uh, that trip was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to unpack that at some stage. Yeah, another, another pod. But yeah, um, I just think... Um, Shit, I got distracted by beers. But yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, once, you can become... One, oh yeah. yeah, you just train yourself to um, to get into that mode and it actually becomes enjoyable. You know, like if you go from, you know, Mikey on the boat having beers and not worried about just... All, all he's worried about is getting to work on Monday to like getting into business and then trying to figure out how to get an edge and then you're trying to grow and, and improve and be smarter and you know get time back and you're just always trying to compound everything to get the maximum return on how many hours you're awake in a day um you just start picking up these things and when you I'm going through a period at the moment I came back from Singapore I'm like I have to do better at electronic everything like I need no more paper it needs to be from my pen to you know the girls inboxes like I'm trying to, I'm just trying to compress everything down again. Yeah. And it's already a fucking slick system. It's like I'm just constantly doing it now and it just becomes a, a game. There's a pad, I mean you can do it on here, but there's a pad you can get that is like a pad and a pen. And then emails off. Yeah. And it PD off. That's the noise, PD, eh? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what an email does. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. PDFs. Yeah. yeah off they go. <laughs> that's the P of the, of the PDF. <laughs> Um, we always talk about this, but it is, I never knew this, I never got taught this, it is who you become through the process, that's the valuable bit, whether it's Luke had no idea how to sell something, to now I basically have a framework for that, I understand that, okay, like that has made me so much more valuable because I've taken time to invest in learning mm. that skill set. It could be how do you um, fit out a garage so that you can turn it into a man cave and you go and do that. There's businesses for that. Really? Yeah, you can call up like mancave.co.nz or whatever and, yeah. and then be like, come sort my garage, boys. And that turn probably started with someone going, might try drinking piss this. in their garage. Yeah, <laughs> it probably did. Put it on social media with their mates. So, oh, can you come and do this for me? Yeah. Because there's guys like me that would go, oh my God, look at the state of this garage. Yeah. And then, you know, I wonder if someone out there could turn it into a man cave for me. I wonder if you've had the same thing. But I don't have property. Is this is one of my biggest breakthroughs in terms of 
uh, investing in myself and learning about myself was like breaking through the fact that it's okay to do what you like, not what your parents or society or thinks is like. Like I am living in a rental now and sold up my house and stuff like that, but I went into like full business mode and now I'm like doing it. And now I'm like, fuck, I like this so much better. Mm. And now it's like fun and my income's better. Like everything is like, oh, I've got out of like the stuff that you didn't like. I pretty much didn't like. And I'm not, don't get me wrong, like it, it served its purpose. Yep. Um, but I was like, I, I, I'm almost in the headspace of like if I was not making as much money as, if I was making the same money as I was before, but I was doing, not doing the shit I hate and I'm doing the things I like, I'd be feeling way better anyway. Like just being, happening to love the business and, and pushing it and growing it more and doing better out of it as a bonus. But yeah, I I went through like a stage of like going through that transition, man. And fuck, I feel good, eh? <laughs> I feel good, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> good man. Yeah, but you've got to try things to figure out what you do and don't like, right? And I think we're both very lucky that we've found ways to do things in our life that we really like doing. Yeah, but I also reckon now that I've had a taste of like investing in property market, having rental properties and having tenants versus like business well mortgage broker really and then and then turning it into a business and then a like I guess a, a company mm-hmm. um like now if you took the mortgage game away from me I'd go into a new company I wouldn't go and buy residential real estate yeah I'd just be like right let's roll in something else because I, I reckon I would enjoy that as well because yeah. I love like the the strategy and compounding and teaching yourself and learning and being like trying to find that edge in the game and trying to provide value to people because that's how you get paid, figuring out what that equation looks like for, for the new company. Mm. Um, all of that stuff turns me on, eh? Turns them on. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> sale at Peaches and Mikey's Cream. <laughs> um, this isn't part of this, but this just jogs my memory. Maybe we should, should we do a whole pod on it? Yeah, we'll do a whole pod on that. That can be pod number three. So let's get into point number two. Let me just quickly write that down because I will lose that thought before... Um, we open the next pod. There's no editing of these. Sorry about the pause, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> Point number two: your relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really important. The people, probably one of the most important things. Yeah, doing what you like and and enjoying the people that you're around. <laughs> and again, markets aren't going well. Kiwi savers aren't going well. Your properties aren't whatever. But can you start building relationships at the moment? that you may be able to use or call cutting upon. the ones out that are shit. Or oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. I'm so better that in me time. <laughs> yeah. Because what I've learned as well through my small life is that when I let my ego go of I need to figure everything out for myself, sometimes there's things where I'm like, I need to figure that out. Then there's times where I go, this is so dumb to try and figure this out. Someone must have already figured it out. I need to go find that person. So remember that relationships are always a good thing to build and develop because you don't know when they might need you Mm -hmm. or you may need them or you may need an introduction from them or vice versa. This is a very, very small country and if you can help people 
you gain a piece of leverage because Kiwis really remember that stuff and they'll probably want to pay it back in some way, shape or form at some stage. Yeah. So when the markets aren't the exciting place to be investing, remember that people have all of the answers and things that you need. Someone does. Yeah. Yeah. So build up your network and build up relationships. Are you using social media or LinkedIn? Are you keeping in touch with people that you know are important and actually building solid relationships? The third one was knowledge, which is kind of the same as investing in yourself. Yeah. But we should all be able to identify a knowledge gap that we have and think, if I'm person A right now and I want to be person B, how can I insert knowledge into that gap to allow me to become person B? Now, it could be that you are 70 kegs and you want to be 80 kegs. Okay, knowledge gap is how can I add 10 kilos of body weight, for instance? And that's then the path you go on down, that ain't probably going to be too beneficial for you unless you're going to win some bodybuilding comp and that's going to help some shit. But what is the area where you think, hmm, I would like to be that role in my business or my career? What is the knowledge gap to get me from current job title to that title? Well, first thing I would do, open email, send email to that person. Hey, I really admire what you've been able to achieve. I'd love to know, could I pick your brains for 30 minutes around some of the things that I probably don't even think about that you could teach me about? Yeah. I think Cheers, Luke. Just inversion, inversion thinking, eh? Mm. What would you not do to not get the knowledge you want? Not email them. Yeah. You'd not, probably go to the smoker room the and be like, oh, I could do that job. <laughs> I could do that job. I don't know how they got it. That's Not put time and effort into learning. Not call that person. Not send the email. That's what you do. And then go and do the opposite of that, and you'll probably gain the knowledge. And if you make things about other people, like they love that shit. So yeah, that person will get that email and be like, oh, wow, this person really thinks I'm I'm the shit here. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah it's, I'll make it two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for lunch as well. I think if you're... I was thinking about that, and if you, this came up on Hormozzi's thing, and he's like, if you email me and ask for direct help and you'll do it for free, I'm going to say no, because you're providing no value to me. I can do everything that you can do. So you've got to try and f- sweeten it up with a bit of value mm. if you're trying to get someone's time off them. Yep. It's like people would be asking you all the, all the time, right? And it's hard to get around it all. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like Literally, you can't do it. My Instagram messages, man, I'm so out of date. Like, I can't get to them. Like, if they're not about a mortgage, sorry, guys. <laughs> really sorry. But if it's like, a, oh, I might check it and it looks like I've read it and then it just looks like I'm an asshole because I haven't replied. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't reply. No. Because yeah. I'm like, if it's not my, because it's outside my day that I'm mm. doing, doing mortgages right now, I'm trying to help the people that really need the help on mortgages. Yeah. And then I, I'll try and get back to those at a later date. You can't. To send over, I could just, you know, take four minutes to send me your Bitcoin thesis, mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in that mode. You're not doing that. So, yeah, I think, um, and it depends where it comes from too. Like you emailed me earlier in the week with old Ashley. Yep. And I was like, Luke provides me a lot of value. I'll make sure I give value to this Ashley because he's asked for it. So that carries weight. Mm. But if, if I didn't know you and you were like, oh, can you just, yeah, do all the things yeah. I asked. 
<laughs> yeah, you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, mate. So if yeah, you are cheers. trying to take people's time, make sure you try and add some value in the return. I had a good example this week. Someone said, hey, um, I'll just strip out a bit of the context because it could yeah, be figured out quite quickly. Basically, hey, I've seen, um, basically, you've got a big audience. Could you promote what I'm doing to it? I'm not asking for anything. I'm not asking for you to like organise anything for me. I'm just basically asking you to write an article about me and then tell everyone just so they know I exist. <laughs> I said, oh, it's not really something we do because otherwise, like, where do I stop with that? <laughs> yeah. And then I got the like the victim mentality. Oh, yeah, sweet, maybe I'll change my name to this person. Then you'd do it for me, eh? And I was like, well, actually, I, that that you're referencing, we didn't write that. Someone else did. Maybe you should go and talk to them. They actually, to their credit, came out, oh, okay, yeah, thanks, I, I should go and talk to them. But I'll scroll back into these messages, I'm like, the last time you messaged me, you wanted something in basically the same thing, but for a prior employer. So instantly also, I'm like... if you want to send out an email about it, an article, write it yourself, and then use one of those internet scalping tools for and pick up 5,000 emails. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So... This dude's missing the point of, okay, how have they built that audience that I've then gone, I'll direct message them and basically be like, hey, um, you know, they're not even saying like, I'm so blown away at the audience you've been able to build over X amount of time, like that must have taken a lot. I just honestly don't have the courage and time to be able to do that. I would love to know, could you write something about me to your audience? They're basically just like, that's too hard for me. Can you do this for me? oh, you're a piece of shit because you won't do it. And it's like <laughs> the three messages from you are basically, I want something, I want something, and then stuff you because you won't do it for me. <laughs> oh, how's, no. the, how's the rest of your life going to play out? You know. Oh. So back to the knowledge gap, think about what it is that you might want to learn about. It could be that you're an absolute psycho. I shouldn't say that, but um, like you're, you know, you're really aggressive and you get into heaps of fights or something. And you might go, you know what, like, I kind of want to grow out of that. What's my knowledge get? Like, how come I'm doing that? What I need to do? So we've all got those things that we can go away and learn about. The final one, mate, and I think this is the most important, Ooh. is to invest right now into your dreams. Oh, this is an interesting one. And yesterday, on the plane back from Sydney, I sat and I nearly cry on the plane watching... Elvis, for the second time. Mm. And I skimmed the early stuff, and I was like, I want to go, because I know I don't have a massive attention span, right? And I was like, I must have missed some shit in that, because that's the longest I've sat down for a long time. (laughs) And I thought, I'm going to go watch the start to set the scene, then I'm going to go watch the back end piece of it again, figure out what kind of really happened there. And I knew there were some cool songs towards the end that really sort of, I was like, oh, I'd heard those ones before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I might watch that, because the rest of this, or because I'll tell you a quick story on the way over, I started watching a Liam Neeson flick. And within the first, do you know that, guys? Yeah, that's the Taken guy. Yeah. yeah. First minute, he's put a rope around someone's neck and killed them. His blood and shit everywhere. I'm like, holy, f- I don't know oh. if I wanted to start my weekend like this. I love that stuff, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I got sort of 10 minutes into it. And I was trying to play my, you know how I say, do something you wouldn't ordinarily do. Mm. At about the minute 20 mark, in about 10 minute mark, there's a, a young girl in the room just about going to offer to have sex with this older guy. She's underage. I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, I don't know if I can handle this. Eh? And I'm like, <laughs> sticking it, Luke. Like, this is what people do. You know, they watch this shit for fun. 
And at the minute, then nothing happened there, which was good, of course. But minute, like hour thirty, I'm sort of like, I've paused it at the stage, and I'm like, nah, I can't be doing this. I, I, I just, <laughs> and I think I got to about the forty minute mark, <sighs> and there'd been less killing and less stuff, and it kind of I was like, okay, cool. I, <laughs> I hit the screen. I was like, "Oh shit!" There's now 16. I can't do this, and so I literally <laughs> stopped it and was like, "I'm done with that. I am going to put on my noise cancelling headphones, get out my iPad, and I'm going to write down a thousand ideas that I have and scheme other ways that I could uh, be more creative and things." And so that's the route that I went down because I just I couldn't hack it. But anyway, on the way home, I was like, "Well, I don't want to." fall in that trap again so I'm going to go watch some more Elvis again but I'm sure he has a line towards the end and it's something about um, as long as a man has a dream or something like that is that right can you remember that quote yeah I, can't, I, I know the one you're referencing but I can't remember the exact words of it I'll see if I can google Elvis dream quote <laughs> that's like the whole human race man <laughs> yes if we if we see hope in the future everyone everything sort of ticks along just good doesn't it yeah I don't know if I can find it but anyway um, and I, I wrote this before watching that, but I was just thinking about that then. And I was thinking that we're coming into an election year and they sell you the dream and you get excited for the election again. And at the moment, you know, there's kind of like a fair bit of friction in the country and stuff and there's all sorts of stuff going on. And then we've got high interest rates, we've got inflation and our dreams, like you've sort of said, they start, like things start getting taken from you because you're like, oh shit, you know, you start to lose a bit of hope. And I think as long as we can dream of what we want from our life and in the future and who we can become and what we can achieve for our families and for our communities and things and we can hold those dreams and think, you know what, those are still those are still real and I can do something about those, then we have the hope and the drive to go, I can build that vision, now I just need to get started and figure out what's the plan to help me get there. Then it feeds back into all the other stuff, your knowledge, yourself, and actually just getting shit done. There you go. End of pod. There we go. <laughs> and of course your relationship. I just think um yeah, the dream one's a good one, eh? Like it it um Don't give up on your dreams. Nah. Oh, you can't do that. Fuck off. Sorry. I think uh, um I read something the other day about the difference between realistic dreams and unrealistic dreams. Um and it there is good arguments for both, eh? Like unrealistic dreams do get achieved just on a smaller percentage, but who's to say that that's not you? So it was like, go for it. The mm. journey's going to be fucking exciting regardless. Um, and, you know, any steps towards it just make you feel good. Like, I think it's the, if you have a dream to achieve something, no matter what it is, and you go through the process of having a crack, that's like more than 99% of people do anyway. And you're going to come out the side, other side, even if you don't, get your dream in a much better spot than if you didn't try and chase a dream. Mm. That's Mikey's words of wisdom. I like it, mate. And I think, it, yeah. Oh, it's just the hope thing. Like, you got to have some of that. If you're making incremental steps towards a dream, the hope stays there. And it gets you up in the morning and keeps you excited, keeps you in a good mood. You'll have better relationships. <laughs> yep. Um, you and know, you, you'll want to look a, for more answers. Yeah. Is, you know, arguably, if we're going into a 10-year a time of a, a lost decade, as people are calling it, mm. well, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to lose hope for a number of things that they do. So that's going to be uh, make it easier for those people who go, I'm not, you know, I'm not giving up. 
I'm not giving up on my dreams. Yep. Maybe it's going to take longer than I thought. I can reset my expectations, but I'm not giving up. And the analogy or example I'm using a little bit with clients at the moment is around audience building and how real estate agents are a good example of there's a flood to the market. The numbers go up. Everyone's posting. They're posting on their personal socials. And then they're starting Instagram and all this shit. And then it's like, oh, this industry got hard. <laughs> might, might back out of this. But the people that stick in it and don't give up and they dream and they hope and they execute, they're still posting. But all of a sudden, they're getting more cut through. Nothing changes, oh. for, the, nothing changes for, the, for the guys that have stuck mm. with it, eh? Yeah. It's the same process in the boom market. It's the same process in the down market. And they make money in both. And they just keep going, man. Like, yep. I know some guys that are, some real estate guys that are crushing this year. Yeah. And when you when when I ring and talk to them, I'm like, how's it going? Flat out. I'm, I'm like, up 100% on last year. And all what? I'm hearing is about agents leaving the industry. Yeah. Um. And yeah, last year was, would have been crazy for them. Um, and you know, but basically like the guys I'm talking about, have been doing it for like 15 years or whatever. And they've already had hard times. It's all the same. Yep. The last time they had a hard time, they would have learned a whole lot of shit and they'll be using it this time. There it is. You know, so it just gets easier and easier. Each hard time gets easier and easier to handle because you've just compounded your learning from each one and, um, roll it into the next yeah remember that our brains will focus on the negative a lot more than they'll focus on the positive and that's where you have to take some ownership for your own dreams and hopes and and hold on to them and be careful who you share them with because they might be in a negative state of mind or their environment that they're in might not be going so well so they're going to tell you they're going to you know project onto you the way that they're seeing the world and if, if the world is going to be more you know, oh, who's going to get into power at the next election? And, you know, that, does that really matter? But that's going to chew up all of the talking for a number of months for a lot of people. And then, oh, we'll make some decisions on the other side. And, oh, if only interest rates would go back down. Or, oh, my mate got laid off and all business owners are assholes. And, oh, the Reserve Bank, you know, they fucked it for everyone. And, you know, there's so much, there's going to be so much chat about blaming. Who's, whose fault is all of yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Of all this shit that's going on. So, if you can do one thing, and that is basically still just write down things that you want to achieve, write down things that you want to have. Yeah, they're for you. And they, they don't have to be material. It doesn't have to be like a massive house with a boat and whatever. It could just be happy family that's healthy. And, you know, I actually, really, like something really cool that stood out to me the other week, I said to someone, oh, are you hoping to have a boy or a girl? I'm like, oh, fuck, I couldn't give a shit, mate. just want to have happy, healthy child. I'm like, Wow, I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> Most people say that. Look. No, but they're like, I, they're like, oh no, we want to have a girl. Yeah, you know, I know what you a, mean. You know, I, know what I was you like, mean. oh okay, that's a different, a different take on it. But they were just like, yeah, yeah, healthy. I'm happy. Let's yeah, roll. Yeah, so it's the way to be. I think if you get stuck in the in the blame game, um, oh man, it's just, just a never ending. Yeah, cycle. yeah. You know, one day we're all gonna die. No one's gonna give a fuck about anything we did. 100% and if you want to spend your life on planet earth being in the blame game instead of chasing a dream you go for it but I'm not going to be your mate <laughs> yeah there he is simple as that oh. so remove some of those bad relationships as well but there you go four things to be thinking about investing in and I didn't even mention a bitcoin or a heartland bank so 
There you go. Probably surprised a few people, but yourself, relationships, your knowledge, and your dreams. The last podcast was a little bit doom and gloomy, so we wanted to bring it back to something more positive and make sure that you know that we're not just trying to tell everyone that the world's going to end and that uh, you should just not even bother anymore. I hate the doom and gloom. There we go. Back into some energy. No offense to you, don't waste your time. Here's why.